0: Good morning, my wonderful, beautiful people. I'm not sure if you guys are going to hear this okay. I just realized my mic was off, but now it's back on. So anyway, how are you guys? By the time you hear this episode, it will be September 29th. Time is just rolling, you guys. And, you know, I'm doing much better. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys have been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, but or even just following me on Facebook. Um, I had a women's group. For a while that I did, and you know, there was times where I was just very vulnerable, and felt like I was on a roller coaster at times. And you guys, you're gonna see me in just every season, if that makes any sense. You know, um, I think for me, it's important for me to just show up, like where I'm at, and just be genuine and real and authentic, especially in the culture that we're in these days when there's so much pressure for people to think that they have to look a certain way, be a certain way. You know, we're going to be breaking into some of these things today, you guys. I want to talk to you guys today about law and Christ. You know, um, I've been reading Galatians with my husband the last couple days, and um, I just want to share some thoughts I had while I was reading this, you guys. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and pray. And let's go ahead and just kind of talk about you know, law and Christ and, you know, whatever else comes to my mind as I'm reading these things. So let's go ahead and pray, you guys. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you that the Holy Spirit is inside of us. Thank you for being in us. Thank you that you will never leave us or forsake us. You will be with us to the very end of the age, regardless of what's going on, Lord. I'm just so blessed that... You have shown yourself to me and i know you've shown yourself to others lord and i just pray that we can encourage each other and strengthen each other father i pray that as i read these words this morning god that it would just kind of trigger some revelation inside people's hearts and minds and it would remind people of things that are important to them father i pray that we can really build ourselves up in the knowledge of you and in just the character and the purpose that you've given to us and that we can just fully embrace who we are as people because of what you've done for us, Lord. And we can carry out the plans you have for us, God. Plans to prosper us, not to harm us, but to give us hope in the future. And that we would truly move forward and we would advance in our authority that you've given to us. We would advance your kingdom on this earth, God. That people's lives could be restored just because of what you've done in ours. Lord, that we there be this fresh boldness within the Christian community. Um, And the Lord, that, you know, even if people listen to this podcast and they're not Christians, that they would be compelled to um, receive, Lord, what you've come to give. And so, God, I just pray for that. Bless my brothers and sisters. Bless this conversation, Lord. I just pray for great revelation within each and every person that's going to listen to this. Give them encouragement. Like I said, revelation, understanding, and just, Lord, just this enduring truth, God, that will take them all the way to the end all the way lord until you take us out or you come and get us either way so we love you jesus we thank you and we just pray all these things in your holy name so all right you guys so galatians a couple things that stood out to me i'm going to read the scriptures to you guys and i'm just going to share my thoughts okay so galatians 1 6 it says i marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of christ to a different gospel which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. And I was like, wow. Okay. Number one, let's look at some of the words that he's using here. Turning away so soon from him who called you into the grace of Christ. Now, you know, I was thinking about this this morning. What is grace? Right? Like we need to understand what grace is. If we're fully gonna embrace what he's talking about. So let me go ahead and just Google really quick, you guys, while I'm on here. Let's look and let's see what Google tells us what grace is. All right. Graceland. We're not trying to go to Graceland. Good grief, you guys. See, there, Google ain't even interested in God's grace. All right. Grace definition. Okay. Let me see. I'm not sure Google is very helpful today. <laughs> oh, let me see here. Here, some some definitions is a short prayer at a meal. Wow, that's their definition of grace. Beauty and ease of movement. Pleasant, controlled, and polite behavior. Social graces. Oh my gosh. All right, you guys. Well, this has not been helpful this morning. And uh, I'm just going to tell you what I have come to understand in my life. Okay, I see grace as freedom in a thought. And what I mean by that is we all have ways of thinking that get us stuck in the hole of shame or get us feeling massive negative emotions at times. And again, I don't have anything against negative emotions. God gave them to us. I think they're indicators. However, we're not supposed to live in that state. They're just supposed to be symptoms of problems that we need to be addressing, right? Ways of thinking or ways of being or behaviors or attitudes or, you know, maybe there's certain steps we need to take, like establishing boundaries in your life, you guys. That's a big one you know, maybe things you need to realize about yourself, um, that are preventing you from living out your full potential, you know, everything that the Lord has for you, free peace, freedom, authority, all those good things anyway. But you know, I see grace as God just, uh, coming to us freely and giving us whatever we need for the sake of us carrying out the task that he has for us. All right. So there's no, when I think of grace, I think of, what it's not okay it's not blame it's not shame it's not condemnation it's not judgment when you get out from underneath of all those things then you get to experience grace all right God doesn't hold anything against you he doesn't require anything of you per se as far as behavior goes he just requires that you believe what he said okay again that's righteousness we've talked about that in another podcast so when I think of grace I just think of God freely giving Himself to us with no restraint, okay? Him saying, look, I want to engage with you, I want to have a relationship, I want to equip you, I want to give you what you need, I'm going to give you whatever you need, right? As long as we freely accept the invitation of what we need from Him in the very beginning, right? We need Him to uh, come into our lives, forgive us, restore us, cleanse us, equip us, you know, there's a lot of things that come in when we are in Christ. and so. When I think of grace, right? I think of Christ saying, look, I've come to restore you. I've come to forgive you. And all you have to do is believe what I tell you. And that's it. Very simple. Okay. So from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel. Now, again, what's gospel mean? You guys gospel is salvation. Okay. The gospel of salvation, the gospel of the gospel, meaning salvation, salvation, meaning any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin. So Christ come. So he would deliver us by any means from danger, evil, or ruin because he wants to fully restore our lives. So you guys, and I was thinking about this sometime last week that if I'm struggling in my life and I've shared with you guys some of my struggles, it's because I need salvation in a certain area of my life or in my thinking, right? Which really, when you think about it, your life is in your thinking, how you think carries itself out in your life. So really when you take care of your life, you're taking care of your thinking. Okay. So I'm like, Lord, I need salvation in this area of thinking that I have, you know, and these mindsets I fall, I can fall into, you know, I need your salvation, right? Salvation is, should be experienced on a daily basis, not just when you're dead, but on a daily basis, you experience Christ delivering you. All right. So anyway, turning, sorry, you guys turning away so soon from him who called you on the grace of Christ to a different gospel. All right. Which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ, people who trouble us. And we're going to get into this, you guys, people who are trying to take away the simplicity of being in Christ, you know, they want to start attaching certain requirements and tasks and rules. And, you know, when we get, when you read Galatians, he gets into that. And, and so let me share a couple other things with you guys. So before we get into that, because chapter two is really going to dive into that a little bit more. So verse 11 of chapter one, he goes, but I make known to you brethren that the gospel, which was preached by me is not according to man for, I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay. This is really significant. All right. So back before he's talking about, you know, coming to another gospel right people troubling you how do people trouble you people usually trouble us when they start to um belittle us tell us that we're wrong we don't know what we're talking about um ask us to do things that go against our conscious will uh and try to enslave us ensnare us um you know all of all of those types of things that's what i think of when someone is troubling us okay um but it says the gospel preached to you is not according to man right? For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it. You know, think about how people try to teach you to be a Christian. If that makes any sense, they say, these are the things you need to do. All right. Right. You know, um, and they have their list of requirements to be a Christian. You know what I'm saying? Instead of it sort of going with the flow. And what I mean is like when a baby is born, you know what the first thing that this child does is bond with their parents. Have you given yourself the space to bond with Christ to where you feel attached to him? Did you guys know when a baby is born, they literally think that they are attached to their mother. Now that makes sense being that they were in the womb for nine months, but the first three months, they still literally see themselves as attached to the mom. They haven't had this, you know, like it hasn't crossed their little minds. I suppose (laughs) they have not realized that they're like physically two separate beings. But when we come into Christ, he says, we're like newborn babes. There's supposed to be this bonding process that's happening. Okay. And instead of just letting this bond authentically come, which what I mean is when you meet a new Christian, they're excited, they're passionate, you know, they'll tell you their story of where they were and why they came to Christ. We need to keep that. There's a sacredness in someone realizing that, wow, I I found the one who's always loved me, the lover of my soul, you know, and, and not starting to tell people how they need to do that because here's the thing I realized like even for me when I gave my life back to Christ or gave it back how can I say this you guys when I realized that I knew the Lord but I didn't know how to have a relationship with him or what the next step was or what does this mean you know I started seeking him again and I had this desire in my heart to read his word it was just a natural thing it's like you know one day I woke up, I realized if I was to die today, I don't know where I'm going, Lord. Like, I know I was baptized when I was 10, but I was like, I I haven't really been engaging with you. Like, what the heck? How could I, you know, it's like, how could I expect to go to heaven? You know, that was my mindset. If I'm not engaging with you, if I don't know you, you know? And I was just like, Lord, I wanna know you again, you know, I, especially as an adult, you know? And so I started reading his word. And I had a desire to read his word every single day. And I think that when you genuinely come into relationship with Christ, there are desires that flow from that seed that was planted in you, okay? Because when you came to Christ, there was something that drew you to him. Either you heard something, right? Or, you know, you just, like I said, you had this desire, you heard about him. Usually that's how faith comes, right? Through hearing, you hear about Christ. And so then your heart responds. And I think as your heart responds to that thing that you heard in Christ that that you just finally accepted what he came to give you, that there's natural desires that flow from that that you can't control necessarily. Um you know, it's just it's part of what whatever is in that seed. Just like when a man and a woman come together, that seed that's in the man that goes inside the woman, they're not in control of the personality traits, what that baby's going to physically look like. It just grows and naturally happens. And that's what happens inside of us when God's word gets in our hearts and we allow it to grow and do its thing. There's natural vents that we have, right? Like a baby, you know, it grows naturally. You don't have to tell that seed to grow. It just does it on its own. And I think with us, it's the same way, you know? And for some reason, we lost that in the church. You know, everything is very controlled and very much sort of limited and constricted and everything is just like trying to put it in this little box. All right. And so anyway, um, that's what I think of as far as, you know, the gospel being preached not according to not preached me is not according to man. There wasn't anybody who told him or taught him. It says that, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ and revelation is something that is very intimate to each person. Okay. Okay. Um, when God shows you something or reveals something to you, what, you know, you saw it one way and now you see it another, that's what the Lord does. And that's what, that's what Jesus told Peter. He goes, you didn't figure this out on your own, but it was revealed to you by my father in heaven. God has a way of revealing things to us in due time. Okay. And that's how we build our life in Christ is through revelation through us intentionally seeking him. Because like I said, if you really know him you're gonna want to know him okay just like again a, 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 when a baby is born they want to be with their mother they want to bond right children want to be with their parents when they're young okay and so we do that in the beginning of our christian walk is we want to bond with the one who birthed us and at this point as christians we've been born by the word of god OK, not by will not by, you know, what to say, not by uh, husband's will, not by this, but by God. You know, God, we're born into the kingdom through that revelation. And so anyway, let me move on, you guys, because I'm sort of been 15 minutes. Um, I hope this has been encouraging to a certain degree. OK, so chapter two here, right? He goes. He was talking about some guys that he was with, and he was saying that not even Titus, who was with me being a greek was compelled to be circumcised right so jews got circumcised um and then uh what would you say gentiles greeks anyone that's non-jew they didn't get circumcised okay but there was obviously these issues that were starting to happen in the in the church you know with these people that were following the lord who were literally with the lord when he was here physically on the earth right where all of a sudden they're starting to think that they need to kind of go back to these ritualistic things right be circumcised or whatnot but he was saying look there was people with me that didn't feel the need to do that but then all of a sudden it says and this occurred because a false brethren secretly brought in who came in by stealth to spy out our liberty which we have in Christ that they might bring us into bondage to whom we did not yield submission even for an hour that the truth of the gospel might continue with you so I just thought it was interesting that he was like, look, he wasn't even compelled to be circumcised. He didn't feel the weight of, I have to do this in order to be accepted by Christ or to have a relationship with him. You know, again, a lot of people think I have to do this or do that to have a relationship. The only thing you have to do is accept what you need from him. It's very vulnerable. What do you need from Christ? You need forgiveness. You need encouragement. You need grace. You need love. You need mercy (laughs) once in a while. You need a little chastening oh lord that is not fun you guys trust me i know and it says you know we're all going to go through and the lord corrects us and humbles us and all of that it's part of the deal man and you know so again it says that there was these false believers secretly brought in <laughs> spy on their liberty put you back in bondage isn't that funny how they called it you know false brethren You know and it's interesting anybody who puts you in bondage you gotta wonder man you know are they false brethren are they deceived are they immature right i mean he straight up calls them false brethren secretly brought in to spy out the liberty which we have in christ that they might bring us into bondage now here's the thing you guys when you're dealing with people right you just don't want to assume things and and think that every single person that's bringing you into bondage is a false brethren, right? What we learn to do is we learn to establish the truth in the context of that relationship, right? Like he says, I did not yield even I did not yield submission even for an hour, you know. Uh, engaging with people, asking questions, establishing uh, the truth in what their intentions are, right? Uh, you have to be bold if you're going to you know live life I mean, with people. You have to be able to ask questions and you know, like I said, establish the truth. And, you know, you have to be able to discern, you know, uh, relationships that may be trying to bring you into bondage. And if they are, and you establish that you need to walk away, they are false at that point. You know, um, there are going to be people out there who, you know, are going to be working for the enemy. They're going to be deceived and they're going to be false brethren. And they're going to have the intention to bring you back into a certain, uh, ways of doing things and we're going to get into that here in just a second as far as how i've seen that in the church but uh did not even yield for submission for an hour you know i I love his authority that he had he's like look you know i'm not going to give myself over to you if you are trying to compel me to do something that i know that i don't have to do in order to be in christ right you're not going to compel me to be circumcised to be in christ Again, in our culture, you guys, especially live in the United States of America, that is not a debate that we're having. We're not sitting in the church, oh, oh, so-and-so being circumcised or not. That's not the stuff that we're dealing with in the church culture these days. We're dealing with just basics of what does so-and-so do on this night or this night or this night, right? Do you go to every single Bible study they tell you to go to, Uh, every little program that they make? I mean, come on, we got to start looking at this stuff from the things that we're all dealing with. Those are some of the things that I was dealing with, Um, you know, as far as the bondage that I found myself in. I was gone seven days a week at one point serving with my church because that's what we did, even though I realized that I was feeling extremely burdened in the process. You know, I wasn't allowing myself to address those things because Everybody told you that's was what it meant to carry your cross. There was a lot of confusion in the church. So then you have all these people living against their own will, feeling frustrated. And at the same time, no one's addressing it. No one's asking, what's going on? Do we need to do something different? Do we need to change something? Right? They're so afraid to, you know, maybe revamp the whole routine because they you know, have this structure that they think is actually saving their life. When really, when you think about it, it's taking life. Because why, if you're doing something and you're feeling burned out by it, is it really adding anything to you at that point? You know, and you got to ask yourself, me and my husband were talking about this this morning. Why in the heck are you continuing to do that? And again, this all goes back to what I was trying to say in the beginning, you guys, I haven't been very good. I have no notes or nothing. I'm just talking straight off the top of my heart, you guys. You know, the difference between living in law and living in, in Christ. All right. That's what we're talking about. So all these things that we think we have to do, right, with these, this culture of people, right, that set these laws up in order to kind of be in their group, right? And at this point, again, it was being circumcised. These days, it's how many church programs do you attend? The more that you comply, and I, why do I say comply? Because for me, I was doing all those things. I was feeling extremely frustrated. I know that people have other things in their life that they need to do. Now, here's the thing. You got to know yourself. If depending on the context of your life and how much support you need, right, you're going to have to figure that out. Now, I think we should be in fellowship with people, right? Number one, you should be spending time with the Lord every single day, straight up, no excuses, right? He says, man doesn't live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You guys, this is why I do this podcast. This is why I do videos on Friday. This is why I haven't quit because in my mind, I'm like, Lord, you say that man doesn't live on bread alone. How, how do you, when do you ever quit eating? You eat every single day. So just like you eat every single day, you need to spend time with the Lord every single day, especially if you say, you know him. I mean, every time I read the gospels, he goes, depart from me. I never knew you. The only difference that's going to be be between you and anybody else is whether he knew you and you know him. And I'm being disciplined enough to take time and spend with him. And if you're not doing that, you got to ask yourself some questions. Maybe you got to sit down with the Lord and say, you know what, Lord, I don't have a desire to spend time with you. What's up with that? What am I doing? You know, like, how have I got my life so structured to the point to where I don't even make time to spend with the one that holds my whole life in his hands? You know what I'm saying? We sing it at church, but... You know, how many people are kind of living in that reality in their own home on a daily basis, you know? And I think that's why the church maybe feels so responsible for creating all these programs because they know that people aren't even doing it in their own home. Well, your home is the foundation of the world. What about your children? What about your own influence right on a daily basis, you know? And and so it's like, we got to be able to take responsibility for ourselves, you know, spiritually. Um, And then... Out of the overflow of that we get to bless people down to church they get to hear your revelation they get to see hear about your life and what christ is doing in it right and then the church people won't be so burned out you know um that's not what are you gonna get going down there with a bunch of cranky people who are there because if they don't go down there they're afraid that they're gonna be ostracized by their community you know what i mean oh you're not doing this you're not doing that you must not be obedient to the lord whatever Anyway, you guys, I got to move. I'm going to move on here a little bit. So then it goes on and he goes, he's talking about these, these, there were some people in there. So, you know, in this group and it says, once they perceived the grace that had been given to me, they gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship is, I thought that was interesting. Again, perceiving grace on somebody. Okay. And I see grace on somebody who is just. Being genuine and authentic and what they will do and what they won't do, right? Paul had to be bold. I'm not gonna be circumcised whether you agree with it or not. I've had to have conversations with other church leaders telling them I'm not going to check all your boxes just to be prove who I am to you guys. You know, I have other priorities. I'm not going to do all of these things that you demand of me in order to show that I'm loyal and faithful. I know who I am in Christ, you know? I know I spend time with him every day. I know that he is the the center of my life. And the only reason I do what I do at this point, you know, and the decisions that I've made up until this point has all been centered around him. I don't need anybody to um, tell me or give me another checkbox. You know, I make my own just by looking inside my own heart, my own life, saying, Lord, you know, I I need your healing here. I need your grace. Those are my checkboxes, you know. The, the, that, that's what the, that, those are the, the areas where I know I need salvation those are the areas that I ask the Lord to check you get what I'm saying so then after you know when the Lord heals me and does those things out of the overflow of that this grace is just gonna be pouring out for me and people are gonna see that same thing should be with you right you don't need anybody to tell you how to do this thing you just need to make yourself vulnerable to the Lord open yourself up get some healing get some tools get some perspective get a new thought process look at things differently challenge yourself grow be consistent Change your character, right? Let God mold your character. Receive what you need from him to do that. Because even when you are molding your character, that's going to take grace, love, mercy, patience, comfort, encouragement, right? You're going to need all of that from him and from other people who are on the same journey. All right? And the last few things. Here's This, this was interesting. When I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel. I love how he, again, he's addressing, he was talking about Peter. One time Peter was, it says that, uh, he, he says he had to, um, I withstood him face to face because he was to be, pl- he was to be blamed for, before certain men came from James, he would eat with Gentiles, but when they came, he withdrew and separated himself. So he was being one way, one, he was being one way with a certain group of people and another way with another group. That's not being straightforward, right? He was was kind of reverting back to his old ways in that way. And he was being double standard, right? And you know what? It's fine. Again, this was one of the disciples that the Lord said, Hey, on this, this, uh, I will build my church, right? He used Peter. And every single person that the Lord uses is going to vacillate at times. They're going to go back and forth, right? They're going to look one way one day, right? Because it's a process of growth and change. This is life, okay? But... He got confronted by Paul and basically it was like, when he goes, he, they weren't, they weren't being straightforward about the truth of the gospel. Right. And what's the truth you don't have to do at the time it was, you don't have to be circumcised to be in Christ, but he would act like you had to be with one group and act like it, oh, you don't have to do it with the other group. It's like, no, live in the reality of this is what it is now. Okay. A man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Christ Jesus, right? So again, what's the difference between the two? One is where you have that checkbox given to you by somebody else or yourself apart from Christ. You can make your own checks thinking that, okay, if I'm going to get in with the Lord, I got to do this, this, and that. You can do that within yourself, or you can, you know, submit yourself to people who put that on you and think that that's what you need to do right? Or by faith in Christ. What is faith? Faith is what you expect. What are you expecting from Christ? What, why do you? Why did you come to him? What do you need? Right? He always used to ask that question all the time. What do you want? <laughs> right? And so we have to kind of go through that process and ask ourselves, okay, what the heck am I doing here, Lord? Why did I decide to engage with you? You guys, I'm going to stop this really quick. I'm going to make one more uh, recording. Uh, Anchor's about to shut off on me here in just a second. Let me uh, turn this off and I'll be right back. Okay, you guys, I'm back. I know this is a really long episode. I hope you guys are still with me. I'm almost done. It's just, uh, like I said, there's there's a lot that is in all of this and it's important to talk about. So anyway, the man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Okay. So again, establishing, why did you come to Christ? What did you see in him? What did you hear about him? Right. And the Lord even said that, be careful how you hear, right? You know, have you come do you read the word of God for yourself? Okay. And ask the Lord to give you understanding, you know, because I've heard people thousands of times, read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible. I would read the Bible, but then the people I was hanging out with and the way that they were interpreting it was putting me in bondage. So sometimes, even though you hear about Christ from certain people, if you're not reading God's word on your own, to get that understanding and you're taking things from them, you might fall into the same traps that they are in that they might not even realize that they're in. If you find yourself, you hear about Christ, and all of a sudden you feel like you have to do this or do that or whatever, you know, you've already heard, there's already been an error in your thinking, if that makes any sense. And so we have to be able to go back and sober ourselves up. And, you know, for me, you guys, I had to... Um, use the Bible and other books in addition to that like Boundaries from Dr. Henry Cloud I had I read a lot of Christian psychology books because I needed some massive help within myself there was things within me that I needed to um, reestablish and rebuild and, and learn how to separate myself from other people um, I had to overcome codependency you know a lot of things that were blinding me as far as how I read the scriptures you know and so anyway, um, let me, let's move on here. You guys, uh, but if, while we seek to be justified by Christ, all right, justified by him in him, not by what we do, don't do, who we hang out with, who we don't hang out with, not our performance, circumstances, other people's opinions, strictly on the function of Christ in your life and what he has come to do and how open you are to him, Right. on, you know, how far do you want this thing to go? He'll, he'll, you know, he'll take you on, you know, and, uh, you know, addressing those areas of your heart that are tender and vulnerable and, and hurt and allowing him to touch it with his love and his grace and his truth and restore you, you know, because I've told you guys many times before you think differently, behave differently and have different attitude when you're healed, you know, when you're sick and you don't feel well, you don't, You don't comprehend. You don't act the same way. You can get very lethargic. And so we have to be able to address those areas of our life where we feel stuck. You know, and that's where you're going to see Christ move in your life the most is those areas of your life where you feel stuck and trapped and you're not sure what's going on. You know, asking the Lord, Lord, what is what's going on here? You know, what do I need to address? Like what, what is going on with me? Why am I feeling this way? What, what am I thinking? What do I need? You know, just asking yourself questions. All right. So, and it says the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. Okay, you guys. So number one, you know, have you had a true revelation that God loves you, right? He gave himself for you and not to set aside the grace of God. How foundational that is again you know that bonding process that I talked about in the beginning of the podcast you know have you truly bonded with Christ have you truly saw the love he has for you you know and I've recently even had to ask the Lord again I'm like you know Lord I seem to remember there was a time where I was talking to you guys and the Lord was kind of talking to me about being a daughter and you know when I was growing up you guys I, I wasn't parented okay um, I grew up very independent emotionally um, because my mom and dad were so just, you know, off in La La Land somewhere. Um, I was telling my friend the other day, I would sit my dad down. He was, you know, he was tall dude. He was like five, five nine, or, you know, he was close to 6 foot tall, and he was 250 pounds, and I would sit him down in the kitchen while he was drinking his beers and smoking a cigarette, and I would be like, Dad, what's going on? And I would talk to him, and he would talk back to me. He would talk to me about what was going on. I never had him or my mom do that for me when I was growing up. So I became very aware of other people's needs and what they needed and how I could help them out because I learned that me talking about the stuff I needed was a burden to them. Again, this is how codependency and stuff starts, you guys, is when your well-being is dependent upon somebody else. And I don't even know why I'm going here. But um I'm just trying to think what I was talking to you guys just about before I got into that whole conversation. But you know, um, Learning to rely on the love of God. Oh, that's what it was. Me learning how to be a a child again in the kingdom of God. Being reparented by God, you know. Um, And so we have to go through that process too, you guys. And uh, so anyway, that is all I have for you. I know it's been a long one. You guys, thanks for listening today. Um, I just wanted to talk about the difference between law and being in Christ. You know, being in Christ is easy. All you got to do is accept. That's it. You got to make yourself vulnerable. You got to accept what you need from him. You've got to be able to look within yourself and ask the Lord to go into those parts of your heart that, you know, you're hiding and stuck in shame and blame and condemnation and judgment and get out from underneath of those things and allow him to make you a new creation and let it be a natural process. You know, pay attention to the desires that God puts in your heart, you know, especially after you accepted him, reading his word, natural bents that you have, skills, talents. You have to, you're going to start digging all that stuff up. As you unearth your life in that way, as you unearth yourself and figure out where you're hiding, you know, like Adam was, right? And the Lord, and you know, he'll come to you and say, hey, where'd you go? Right? And so the Lord takes you through this process. Hey, where'd you go? Who told you that? The Lord starts showing you in your thinking what got you to that place where you're hiding from him to begin with. And then he starts to bring you back in. He equips you. He gives you practical wisdom. You know, he gives you ways of thinking and he does that through other people he might you know there might be somebody that you know that's maybe going through something similar that's reading a book that might helpful that might be helpful or listening to a podcast or you know all these kinds of things reading some um good christian psychology books out there right other people are god's grace in its various forms they have perspectives that you don't have that could actually heal and change your life if you were just willing to open yourself up to looking at things differently because if you knew how to be free and be healed and have peace, you would be doing it, would you not? So how are you gonna do it? Jesus says that we gotta be shrewd. We gotta be able to look at something from more than one perspective. And so as we open ourselves up to that, open ourselves up to him and realize that he loves us and he's got a plant for us and he's everything that we need. He gives you the authority to to be the person he's created you to be because there's no blame, shame, condemnation in Christ. Right? He he fully equips you. You can you can live out the life he has planned. So anyway, you guys, that's it. I'm gonna stop talking. You guys have an awesome rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Be sure to check out Food for Thought Friday again on Facebook, you guys. I'm still working on my website. I got the website up, daily encouragement with but I have not upgraded the plan yet to put videos and stuff on there. So I'm just praying that God will supply the money that I need for that. If anybody ever wants to sponsor the podcast, you can totally do that. You can sponsor a dollar a month. You can sponsor five bucks, ten bucks a month. You guys, it would really help me out. Um, you know, and so I would appreciate it if you guys could uh, could do that. If you have it in your heart to do it. Even if, even if each person on here just did like a dollar a month, you know. That would definitely supply me the money that I need to at least stream on two platforms at a time. I think that's like 20 bucks a month or, um, you know, upgrade my website, you know, to a different plan. So I can put videos on there. So anyway, you guys, if you ever have it on your heart to sponsor it, that would be amazing. Um, if you can't sponsor it financially, please leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast at. that'll help get it out there to other people. You guys. Um, that's really my heart is just to influence the world with God's grace and how he's influenced my life with his grace and the things he's done inside of me. I just want to share that process with people and at least get them going on their own. However, the Lord's going to do that in their life. Right. But however God wants to change and heal, you know, um, I want to just influence people with that. And so anyway, you guys, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great rest of the day and I will be chatting with you guys next week.